Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 78. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. Bringing all awareness to the moment. So as to stay in a anchored state of being. This is day 11 of our 21 day challenge. Good job if you are joining us and you have brought yourself to day number 11. This is also November 7th. So energetically for this group, it is 7-11. I think that's a really cool synchronicity. On Earth, we call this a sign. However, as a fourth and fifth density being, we will come to know synchronicities and signs as evidence of our own alignment. So as we have been gathering for 11 days in a row for this 21-day challenge, 78 days altogether, we should be seeing evidence of our alignment in your personal life and as we come to this space. And as I bring myself to this space, I do feel guided to speak about the idea of spiritual awakening and what it means to have an awakening. There is another rather funny synchronicity. I wasn't really sure what to speak about. I didn't feel the guidance yet or inspired. So I laid down to meditate and I fell asleep. I took like a three or four hour nap actually. So as we speak about awakening, I'm just awakening. (laughs) The inspiration came immediately as soon as I woke up from the nap. So I am still bringing awareness to the body. Yesterday I hung out at my sister's. It was my little nephew's birthday. And since I did need to feel human, what another beautiful synchronicity. My nephew's birthday happened to be on the day where I was feeling like a Martian. (laughs) And I needed to ground and be around family and loved ones. So I send you all love. I hope you are all feeling good and also finding yourself in moments of joy and celebration. And thank you again for coming to this space. And always, 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 thank you for coming to Earth. Today I'm on Lesson 301 of A Course in Miracles. The lesson is as follows. Where darkness was, I look upon the light. As we are speaking about spiritual awakening, in my personal life, I can't speak about this without referring to A Course in Miracles, as it did propel me into this more refined state of being where we are able to tune in and receive guidance or transmissions from 
higher self from the I am. So as I can only speak from my own experience, I have to include A Course in Miracles and the repetition of the um, calibration of the mind. Essentially, spiritual awakening is the return to sanity in the sacred mind. To know that you are a mind expressing itself or in materializing, incarnating as what we call humanoid. I would love to believe that those of us gathering here, this soul family, are experiencing glimpses of spiritual awakenings, as there, are not, there is not just one awakening. As the Christ and a multidimensional being, there are facets and levels to our realization. In a previous episode, when we connected with the unicorn energy, this consciousness let us know that there is a chamber of lessons within the sacred mind, the third eye, 96 lessons, 96 chambers. So as we are approaching the higher numbers in regards to lesson 79 tomorrow, 79 and then 80, we are doing the repetition work that might give us the glimpse of a spiritual awakening. So always in every episode, please use your discernment. You get to feel how the information resonates with you or not, and you know where to apply it in your life. So let's breathe. In regards to the collective, it might be pretty obvious to see why there is not just one way to experience a spiritual awakening. We are individualized. We each have our own connection to Source. And our awakenings essentially should not look identical to one another's. In regards to your individual life, only you know what works for you and what doesn't. And the data that works for you is the data that is integrated. So all of your conflicts and disturbances in regards to data or information is unintegrated information. So from this perspective, all things serve a purpose. If we want to be fully awakened or realized, we need to take all the data so all things serve a purpose. So there are many ideas or definitions of spiritual awakening according to the collective as there should be. So we are discovering aspects of self to be in observation and self-reflection, in self-mastery, to know thyself. You need to figure out how spirituality applies in your own life and how you would like to implement your realization process, what we call awakening. So I'm only speaking from my experience on this episode, and maybe some of the tools might support you in your journey. As A Course in Miracles is one of the biggest catalysts in my journey, it is because of the repetition. It is 365 lessons, 
that you do once a day. I have completed the course one time. This is my second time completing it. So as I'm on lesson 301 today, I've done this before. But not was I doing it before with all of you joining on this 21 day challenge to be on day 11 and collectively day 77, 78 on the podcast. So in my personal life, I believe I've reached this state of being or awareness because of the repetition. And I can say that so confidently because I used to repetitively, repetitively calibrate myself into the state of being of depression and suicidal thoughts. So I am Exhibit A, the example of what a humanoid looks like asleep and awakening. I don't want to say I'm awakened because I know that's a journey that's continuous and eternal. I don't know if we ever reach an end point. Am I able to perceive myself in a different state of being as awakened compared to what I was? Yes, absolutely, but this does not mean my work is done. And since I'm on Earth, my work is not done. So the repetition really does offer this oscillation process that we refer to in so many episodes. The oscillation is you going back to the space of your preferred state of being while there is so much momentum built up in regards to your old state of being. It's waves crashing against one another, trying to gain the dominance of the shore. Who's going to reach it to the shore? Who's going to rise to the surface? So in your repetition, you don't give the lower vibrational aspect of you a chance to rise to the surface. And since I had a rather extremely difficult time on Earth, it would make sense for my journey. I would need to commit to a series of lessons or a unit of information that can offer me the counteraction of the calibration I'd been doing for 17 years to wake up every morning and not realize my memories were distorted and keep identifying as my pain and suffering. This is why we say we choose our suffering here and our happiness. Only you manifest for you in all areas. No one's responsible for your suffering or happiness. So I didn't realize in my sleepy state the aspect of me that just didn't know. I just wasn't aware. The lack of data. I didn't know I was calibrating myself to a state of being every morning. I focused on my memory or allowed that momentum to determine my state of being. So in regards to being awakened, I have to give much credit to A Course of Miracles for getting me to this point. However, I've been very open about my journey, even before A Course of Miracles, since I was a child. I've essentially been on this journey, and so have you. The point in my life that I'm at now would be a better indicator of a definition of awakening or spiritual awakening. And that is the purification of the sacred mind. My return to sanity. A Course in Miracles lets us know this is the second coming. Again, where darkness was, I now look at light. I now see light. This is our alchemical ability to reinterpret data and come up with a new conclusion to transform a lower vibrational substance 
into a higher vibrational frequency. You call this lead into gold on earth, yes? So in your individual life only, you know the distortions and the beliefs and ideas that would put you in the illusion that you are separate from your creator, which is essentially the thing we need to wake up. And do we need to wake up? Yes. We are being realized, shaking ourselves out of the sleepiness. But again, it was in our favor to put us in amnesia. Our full radiance was too much. So the idea of a spiritual awakening might come down to first knowing your suffering. The suffering must be the catalyst and the reason one would even be on the path of seeking. Suffering from this perspective is one of your most dearest allies and it could be a spiritual guide as you call it. Your suffering and your pain, the traumas, is the whole reason you want to feel better. And in your wanting to feel better, you discover aspects of yourself wanting to feel better and better. Don't you find yourself, don't we find ourselves as humans never really satisfied? Once we've reached a goal or a specific destination, the mind is always contemplating the next step or what to acquire next. So in regards to awakening, it is the suffering that propels you into the state of being to be a seeker. And once you are a seeker, you find more pain and suffering because you are in seeking and desire. And then after your seeking and desire leads you to the point where you realize your five senses cannot move you further, you need to rely on Source or the I Am, Mother, Father, God. The seeking subsides because you realize all your needs are met. And then from this state of being to be even more awakened, you now only want or desire all the things that are in alignment with your priority to be a higher vibrational being. So your seeking doesn't stop from this perspective, but the end to your desire does come up as you only start wanting that which aligns with your highest priorities. So your spiritual awakening is the self-discovery that we go through on earth coming from the fall from grace to be um, detached from our creator, which is what we will speak of next. The identity that we have performed or functioned as thus far is the identity that is the tool and the version of you that descended to earth from mother father god is your awakened self on earth the distortion arises because we think we are the identity on earth the tool and we forget we are the being that descended the mind you are the sacred mind that descended into density, experiencing now the illusion of being in this vessel. Do you see why we often tell you you're already enlightened, you just need to realize? It's because you are the identity which descended. You're not the figure in the realm of the descension on earth. That is your vessel while we experience this. So yes, you're already awakened, but for the purpose of the conversation, 
to come to know yourself as fourth and fifth density beings, it would be logical to want to understand why we thought we were not awakened. We descended first. We will always be awakened. As a collective, finding ourselves in this transitional phase of development, coming to know ourselves as fourth and fifth density beings, to know what our multidimensional nature means. Coming from the perspective of Earth, in regards to spiritual awakening, a lot of the concepts, ideas, and beliefs are quite simply opposite. And as we descended, this is an indicator we on Earth experiencing the attack against God, we do things backwards. Don't we say on Earth, I'll believe it when I see it? That's backwards. On Earth, aren't we so focused on the body, the vessel? We say, I'm fat, I need to change my diet. That's backwards. And it's backwards because we have descended and we are now experiencing this density. We're not able to perceive that which we came from, where we descended from. And again, we have mentioned Earth is the realm of effect. If we honor causing the effect, we focus on the effect to change the cause. This is all we speak of, to find the state of being, to find the energy that matches your desire, instead of using the five senses to find the desire. Again, thoughts become things on earth. Things don't become thoughts. Vibration will always come before the evidence in the physical realm. So the good thing is, we've been doing things backwards. And it's a good thing because all we need to do is do things the total opposite way. <laughs> and not in all dynamics of life, but for most of the praxis or steps that you can tangibly take on earth we just need to switch things up a little bit do things from the perspective of our descended identity to the version of self that we really are the sacred mind we descended first you are not this vessel or being here but you are experiencing it from that which you descended from one of the biggest examples of this, every episode we have been saying, bring your awareness to the heart space and to the breath. This is very intentfully all words here. Nothing is a coincidence. As your brother, I'm not sure why I talk so much or repeat so many things sometimes. But in my heart, I know it's for calibration. To move things around within the psyche. To map out the mind. We are shoveling a new path, you might say, in a, um, a dusty environment as we are all experiencing the shift. So coming from this new perspective as a fourth and fifth density being, which is essentially not new, but we are realizing it's what we've always been, it is to first keep the image of self as your highest vibrational self. That's your real self. 
And if we can keep our focus on this version of self, our state of being in the earth will have to make the adjustments to match this version of self, the version that descended. So in this, we ask you to bring awareness to your heart space and breath because we would love for the thoughts to come from the heart space. To visualize a higher frequency being able to pass through through this sacred chamber, which you call the sacred heart. The symbol of the sacred heart we speak of often, it is significant in that it is where your Christhood is able to express itself and receive the guidance. Your brain, your actual mind, your head, in your physical vessel, is tuning into the transmissions mostly of the collective. That is not your mind that we speak of when we say mind. That is your brain, a tool, a receptacle, an antenna. You as the sacred mind resides in the sacred heart. It is an intelligent guidance system that is a better translator of transmission. It only leads you in one direction. Yes, we have clarified before. It is because it is in alignment with the absolute truth, whereas the mind is caught up in the affairs of the attack against God, the head, your brain. And this was the tool that it was created to be. There's no harm here. We just don't want you to refer to that data that it picks up on, as we call it. There's a more refined transmission coming through to you always, and your heart is the qualified being or tool that tunes into that guidance. So two things that are switched to the opposite perspective or idea. That you are the body, but this is the effect version of you. Meaning, it you descended. This is the, the consequence of you pinching yourself away from source, from what we call God. So now, as an awakened being, we are going to try to hold the vision of our state of being, our preferred state of being, as our descended version, the version that came from source. As Goddard tells us to start with the end in mind, begin with the end in mind. See your perfect self first. Start from the vision of your perfect preferred reality, not from where you are right now. Why don't we want to focus on where we are right now in regards to state of being? We have discussed right now is a representation of your past thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And unless we are in the moment present and grounded, anchored in the state of being that is honoring our physical and non-physical nature, most likely we are referring to the collective chatter, the collective consciousness, taking the guidance from the brain or the dense tool. So now we switch this idea to honor the heart space as the space of intelligent consciousness, infinite intelligence. Really, to visualize, imagine the focus point in the heart as you are thinking and receiving then you will see a shift. This is the all we speak of as you alter the inner world, the outer must reflect. And this is cause and effect. If you're tuning into the heart space more, you must see the evidence of that. So as we are joining on this 11 day of a 21 day challenge, I have not complained once, I'm not sure about you. <laughs> um, 
what I'm realizing another aspect of this awakening might be. I'm not able to feel down about a thought for a very long time. Today, I found myself rapidly reinterpreting memories. I was remembering things from my childhood, from my teenage years, things that I didn't even really realize I remembered, old memories, and as they come to the surface, I was reinterpreting them very quick, choosing love immediately. That state of being is carrying over into my conscious state of being, meaning I can't hold on to a negative thought very long. It rises to the surface, and I know it immediately doesn't feel good. I'm immediately reinterpreting. So that might be an effect of bringing the awareness to the heart space because we're not thinking with the ego thinker anymore, the five sensory thinker, the brain, which is a tool for specific function. Again, if there's a train coming, move. If there's fire, don't touch it. That's why we want to use the data in the ether, in the um, earth, for when it's needed. But in regards to moving forward, this all this has all things to do with the more refined version of you because the five senses can't foresee, yes? So we want to ground in the vessel by letting it be the tool it is to keep you safe. While you as an intelligent guidance system in the heart space can make the decisions that we need to to move forward. Only the heart can foresee. Only the heart can predict because it knows what you love. It knows if you do this thing you're going to feel good or not because it knows if you love it or not. So in that, if we stay in the heart space more, you might experience what I've been experiencing. The rapid reinterpretation in regards to negative or lower vibrational thoughts and memories. I'm not allowed to hold on to negativity very long. It comes to the surface and I transmutate it immediately almost. So these are just some examples of my own personal life in regards to what we call awakening. You can see how the information applies to your life or not, and always ask for the guidance or support that you need from your angelic helpers, guides, and loved ones. As a fourth and fifth density being, now we know the transmissions from those beings come in through the heart space. It's a clearer channel. It's clearer because you might say less beings are tuned into it. Most beings on earth today, we are referring to the brain, the mind. We even imagine our thoughts coming from that space. And that's why we might be stuck in the time loop sometimes because we keep referring the tool that's supposed to gather the data from the earth realm. The earth doesn't gather the data from the earth realm. It reinterprets it. Excuse me, the heart. The heart doesn't gather the data from the earth realm. It reinterprets it. The mind, the brain, gathers it all. How do we know? Because we remember stuff. We remember things that really, um, everything serves a purpose, yes, but we remember things that have no inspiration. It's just in the momentum of the loop. So I will say, even without this episode, I know those of you here that are gathering are experiencing what we call awakening. 
because we bring ourselves to the space and you wouldn't bring yourself to the space unless you resonated with the data we share here. And since you resonate, I know in my heart as your brother you are implementing it the best you can, so I'm so proud of you. I am also trying my best. As you have come to know, I'll put myself out there. I will self-sacrifice my image and tarnish my ego for the purpose of unification of all of us because if I don't make it, you don't make it. If you don't make it, I don't make it. So awakening essentially means the second coming is within. And when you purify your inner distortions, you will return sanity to the sacred mind. And from this perspective, the sacred mind is the heart because this is the space we want to think from. This is the space we want to tune into. And this is the space we always want to be checked in with before we proceed in the physical realm. And when we do proceed in the physical realm, we have a brain, a physical brain, a vessel in the mind, in the body, that will take care of us in regards to our feelings of needing to be kept safe. So we've been using our tools backwards. Again, we've been saying, I'll believe it when I see it. But when you believe it, you'll see it as a vibrational being. So there's nothing we need to do to try to awaken. We were so awakened, we got to experience this lucid dream. And we think we're the figure in the dream. You think you're that vessel, but you're the dreamer. You're the sacred mind. And that can be found in the heart center. The space that connects us to all that is love and divine. As we come to the end of the episode, I do feel guided to share some final feelings in regards to spiritual awakening and what it means to be awakened. I can only speak from my own experience as I am a guide, a brother, a mentor. I have to have the data in order to be qualified to speak upon it. In regards to my pain and suffering, it has taught me that awakening means to realize we create our own suffering. To be fully awakened is to understand we descended from Mother Father God, that's our true identity. And if we identify as the figure in the dream, the personality, identity, ego, body, we will suffer, we will choose to suffer because we are identifying as a version of self we are not. Do we know we're doing this? Not in the moment, but we knew that we would do this. We knew we were going to be in the distortion, the attack against Mother Father God. And we risked the chance of forgetfulness, amnesia, because we knew our Creator loves us so much and we wouldn't have to work so hard to maintain that connection that is eternal. So I can only speak for myself, but spiritual awakening and awakening to me is to understand and to know what it feels like to know that nothing but your thoughts can cause you harm. 
Now I have a deeper understanding to this. If we are using the thoughts from the brain or the mind, the ego tool, the tool made to intercept dangers and keep us safe and in alignment, if we refer to that tool, of course those thoughts will cause us harm. But if we refer to the sacred heart and the heart space as an intelligence, an infinite intelligence, and we refer to this space more so for the translations of our data, we will align with the thoughts of our highest good, the thoughts that are being offered to us directly from our original source self. So remember, you descended first. You came from awakening to experience the illusion of amnesia, but we only are in amnesia because you forgot that you are not this vessel, it is the tool. So let the preferred image of self be the version that sits next to Mother Father God. And the more we can calibrate our awareness and focus to this version of self, the physical vessel, the tool, must respond. So happy awakening. I know this has been a difficult journey for many of us on earth. Happy day number 11 if you're joining us on the 21 day journey. And happy descension and ascension. There's nothing that's required of us. That's awakening also. To know that there's only one will here and we are playing a part in it and it's our job to do whatever we need to do in our own life to keep ourselves in the state of being that keeps us in a harmonious experience but whether we feel good or bad i love you so much but it don't matter because you're going back to source anyway back to love back to god anyway so yes that's awakening also to realize and know that there are no problems here, no solution to seek. We're just choosing to vibe higher. I love you all so much. Feel good.